Hey, this is Sherry Harmel. And before we get into the show, I want to invite you to join the VIP waitlist for my new book, Designing Your Fabulous Next Chapter. Just like the show, this workbook and journal will help you overcome the challenges on your journey to finding your joie de vivre. Go to www.extraordinarywomenmagazine.com to sign up now. Welcome, everyone. I'm your host, Sherry Harmel, and today on the Extraordinary Women Show, we'll be talking about the connections between your femininity and slow living. Well, first, let's talk about femininity and what it really means. Well, feminine versus masculine is really about contrasting energies. Masculine energy is usually defined by the doing, physicality, moving. It's about interacting with the outer world that we live in. Feminine energy, in contrast, is much more about being, and that includes things like your creativity, emotions, your connections with the environment and the people around you, as well as your intuition. Now, we all have both energies, regardless of whether we are biologically male or female. But as a woman in today's world, especially in the United States, we often hide or squash down our feminine energy in order to do more and accomplish more. You can even fall prey to this if you're a creative. There is a direct connection between embracing your femininity and slow living, because slow living is about living with simplicity, authenticity, and an awareness of yourself and the world around you. That so perfectly describes feminine energy. Well, in today's conversation, we will discuss how nurturing your femininity is a requirement for you to embrace slow living and finding your joie de vivre. We talk about this in great detail in the School of Joie de Vie. That's really what it's all about, what the school is all about. It's a monthly program, for those of you who don't know, that's part of the Extraordinary Women magazine. But today, I'm going to share with you the highlights of some of the tips that we have learned, we talk about, and we embrace. Number one, embrace your femininity. And let's start with colors because the colors around you matter. The colors of your clothing, the colors of your home, even the colors of your brand if you have a business. If you don't know your colors, Honestly, go get your go get a color analysis done. Years ago, I had one done by Ginger Burr, and Ginger actually recently wrote an article, I believe it was in the January magazine about color analysis. She still does it, and if you have the desire, connect with Ginger. The color deck that I received from Ginger, and honestly, I think this was almost like I don't know, over a decade ago, I still have and I still use it, I still keep it with me. Whether I'm talking about, or I'm exploring clothes to buy, makeup to wear, or decorating my homes. This is something actually, I think that French women learn when they are very young. 
wearing the colors that complement your skin color, your eye color, your hair color, naturally makes you look and feel more attractive and more confident. It's easy to think that, you know, the clothing matters. That's like simple, right? But it also matters what colors we use in our homes because our homes are the backdrop to our lives. They're the movie set, so to speak, to our lives. So we need to make those room colors complement you. Next, I want you to explore various makeup applications. And I say this because as we get older, our skin tone changes. And actually, most women would say they look better wearing less makeup than they did when they were younger. Now, that doesn't mean no makeup, but lighter and softer. There is not a Parisian woman out there who would leave her home, honestly, without makeup on. I mean, they don't even take the, the, you know, the garbage to the trash room without their makeup on. But if you're clueless about makeup, sort of like me, which I am, watch some of the YouTube videos. There are all kinds of them where women actually go through the step of showing makeup applications, especially in our particular age group, or go to the makeup counter when the stores first open. Because when you go there when they first open, A, you're not part of a, a, a crowd, so to speak. The, the gal who is an expert at putting on makeup is usually pretty fresh, and she's happy to see someone to work on. So I go in the morning. Recently, I went to the Guerlain counter at Bon Marche in Paris. Now, I went with the intention of getting an everyday lipstick. Well, I left with a foundation, eyeshadow, and a serum, plus loads of product samples. It was fantastic. Sitting in a chair while the gal who's the cosmetic expert was applying various products was actually heavenly. And I wasn't paranoid because there was nobody around. It was just her and I. Also, I want you to think about bringing attention to your best features. And if you don't know, ask your friends. They will tell you right up front or ask your partner. Sometimes partners are hard because they just love the whole of you and they're afraid they're going to give you the wrong answer. Ask your friends. They will know right away. If you have beautiful hands, rings can be lovely. If you have nice ankles, believe it or not, your shoes can bring other people's eyes down to your ankles. Now, French women wear scarves because they often wear V-necks or lower necklines, and they often will show a little peak of the lace of their undergarments. It's or their bra, whatever it might be, camisole, whatever. Very, very common. And therefore, the scarves that they wear that are kind of ubiquitous in, in, here in Paris are very purposeful when they are outside in cooler weather. But these scarves are not like throw on scarves. I grew up in Minnesota that we would use to, you know, our, our main intention was to stay warm. These scarves serve dual purposes, both to keep them warm but also they very carefully choose the scarves so that it highlights the skin and, uh, and their faces. Trying out different colors, makeup, necklines that make you feel feminine can be very fun. 
But there are also times, I'm going to be very honest with you, where you have to force yourself to let go of your preset opinions. <laughs> I'm coming clean here. For example, I saw these very pretty shoes, and I'm actually going to post them on Instagram, in the windows of a shoe shop that I like in Paris. These are suede Mary Janes with a diamond buckle or fake diamond buckle. Well, I loved them. I walked past that shop multiple times and every single time I was drawn to those shoes. Well, I wandered into the shop. I was planning to look at the very sensible loafers. I have a few of those pairs. They're very comfortable and I thought that's what I should be purchasing, right? Well, I commented to the salesman, those shoes look like little girl shoes, not a look that works for a woman my age. Well, he gave me this shock look that only a Frenchman can do. And he said to me, Madame, it is the look today. Well, I felt ridiculous. So not only did I try them on, but actually I loved them so much that I purchased a pair in coral not the sensible navy blue. I wore those coral Mary Janes to Sandra Sigmund, who had a book signing here. She recently published a book called Why My French Blooms. It's fantastic. And she did a book signing. I'm going to not say this correctly. La Sore, which is a flower shop in Paris. One, I, I believe it's actually the oldest flower shop in Paris. Well, okay, a lot of background information, but the event was almost all women that were half my age. Here I've got my coral suede Mary Janes on, right? One after another, women came up to me and said how much they loved my shoes. Oh my, we all need to give up all those preconceived notions that we have about what is age appropriate. My next tip on slow living and femininity is prioritize your self-care. Self-care is so very much a part of the slow living movement and an important component at the same time to femininity. It's more than all the lovely skincare. We know that. I have to share, though, that right now I'm in love with this product. And those of you who are on YouTube will see it. It's in this purple jar. It's a, a partnership, actually, between Caudalie, Caudalie, um, Caudala, something like that, and Harvard University. And it's got some anti-aging ingredients that are supposed to be fantastic. But I was at Guerlain, as I mentioned. And the Guerlain sales clerk introduced me to this product, which now I'm also loving. It's just, it's a serum that you put on, or it's something you put on actually before your serum. It is so wonderful. It makes your skin all glowy. So now I'm rotating between the two. So self-care, you know, again, is about loving what you have at whatever stage you're at. But self-care also includes emotional care. Walks to calm your nerves and connect with nature. All good mental, emotional self-care. Journaling every day. 
good emotional self-care. If you're working through something that's really hard, something that's confusing or something that's very emotional, journaling can help you to process that pain, the anger, the grief, whatever it is, and move forward. Well, how does that happen? How does that work? Well, journaling gives your inner and even unconscious thoughts a voice. Let yourself free write whatever comes to you. And I think you will learn more about yourself and what you want and need now than you ever would have thought possible. Journaling can also help you to build confidence. Truly, what if you wrote a, a you know journal entry that every day you started with something lovely that you notice about yourself or a particular characteristic or quality that you have that you love about yourself. Celebrating everything that it is that you love about yourself helps you to move forward. You know, we often celebrate the reinvention and the survival skills uh, of others. And yet we can be super critical of our own failures, our own lacks and our own challenges. So shift that up. You can journal about whatever it is that you want to journal. Self-care also includes exercise, as we all know. A slow living exercise program is a huge gift that you give yourself. And remember, ladies, that by taking care of ourselves, we are better able to care and give to others, the others that mean so much to us. Tip number three, embrace your vulnerability. Slow living is not only about quality over quantity, it's also about being real. And that means you have to give up any attempt to present yourself as perfect. <laughs> Embracing vulnerability is about you accepting yourself exactly as you are and not being critical of yourself. I have to catch myself from saying things like, oh, I'm too fat. I don't exercise enough. My neck is sagging. My idea won't work. Everyone can do it better than me, etc., etc. That's not good. Remember when I said that feminine energy is all about being and masculine energy is about doing? Well, our criticisms, the criticisms that we make of ourselves are most often around the things we haven't done what we think we cannot do. So if you embrace your feminine energies, you'll be more accepting of the woman that you are today and accept and even celebrate that all that living and learning has made you extraordinary. <laughs> My last tip for slow living femininity is to surround yourself with beauty. It doesn't matter if you're renting or if you own your own home. There's a few things that can make that, that house or that apartment or whatever it might be a home. Candles can be lovely. Plus, candle, candles make all of us look beautiful. It's romantic and soft. It's like the best filter in the world. Add some beautiful pillows, a cozy blanket, and suddenly you have a beautiful home. Last, buy yourself 
some flowers. Flowers are nature's miracle. The colors, the scents, the formations of the various flowers from a rose to a dahlia to a lilac, incredible. Put a bouquet of flowers in your home and look at that whenever you want to feel joy. I swear to God, no one can look at a flower and not feel joy. I want to thank you for tuning in today, and I hope you learned something new about how embracing slow living is integral to your joie de vivre. And don't forget to subscribe to our show for more episodes. And remember, extraordinary women make next chapter dreams happen. All for now.